It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This Locked On Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. That was great stuff, Jake. We appreciate you uh, coming in. We'll do some more promos real quick as we help Jake get unmiked and, and out of his seat here. Our comedy show. Boy, have you started preparing your work yet? I mean, I'm not doing stand-up. I'm just introing I'm you. I'm just saying. Are you I'm ready? an off-the-cuff guy. I'll be ready to bust your balls G. for Bush, it. you, you know? ready? <laughs> I stay ready. I mean, Anthony looks like a 90-year-old Jewish man in this promo. <laughs> He's like, what are you doing? What are you want? And I can do that. I'm Jewish, so I can do that. Yeah, but you got to let can't. him know. I can't, what, are you, what do you want from me? Yeah. I, what's happening? You, 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 you know Jay's preparing a whole routine. <laughs> yeah, even though we're only supposed to have 90 <laughs> seconds. Jay's going to have a full routine. Good. Uh, memberships, $1.99 a month. Today's overtime content. We're going to continue with our viewer questions here as we move through Mike are you ready to get back to these viewer questions by the way I think my 90 year old Jewish man kind of sounded like Eddie Murphy doing it it did it kind of did uh go ahead back to back to fan quest that was great insight from Jay yeah I thought that's that was I thought he a lot of different perspectives than we usually the one thing I heard was this Spazzy as good as Watson say he good. Yeah, right. <laughs> hey, he's, he's like, thank God Watson loves me. Or I'd be out of here. Hey, look, hey, that man, look, bro. That, that's he. He knows. City for edible arrangements oh, for. Like, uh, <laughs> right. Hey, uh, we is, got a bunch more. All right, fan questions. Here we go. Thirty-five qu- minutes. Little quicker. Little yeah. quicker. Right. Quick, this quick. one, next one is from T Mag 08. What's been the best take since UCSS launched, and what's been the oh, worst take? I mean, how would we know that off the top of Oh, the head? best take was G's take, the rant that went viral. That was the best take, right? Yeah, that was that, was that, the, that thing. Uh, yeah, that thing. Oh, uh, yo, yo, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the best take. We'll, we'll um, go with that. That's a good call. I, the worst we, take? Oh, the I have the worst take. The uh, six, the six and no Kool Aid. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. that was. <laughs> the six yeah. Kool Aid and the Steelers G, are dead. G, yeah, my take on Steelers being dead. But yeah, I'm gonna give G the best take and the worst take. That, that's crazy. Yeah. The Kool Aid. I was gonna print T-shirts and everything. <laughs> the Kool Aid. Oh my God. The Kool Aid. Nice. Next question. Next. G Bush does get best and worst. This is from yeah. Jeff. Why are the Browns, who have been horrible for the last 20, 30 years, more loved in Cleveland than the Cavs and Guardians, who have been the opposite? And he put a caveat. Yeah. You can't just say football is king. Okay. There's no reasonable explanation for it. It is. It is. It's two things. It's, it's first of all, the Browns 
were at one, at one point in time when football started. Football started in Canton, Ohio. It moved. It started in Northeast Ohio. The Browns were one of the flagship organizations. Mm-hmm. Had one of the best players. They've had Barry Montley, Jim Brown, best organizations. Pa- Paul Brown. Like but they, most they, of the people that we talk to are not the age that they know. Well, this about is those a, this guys. is a football state, right? Right. It but is, that's it what I'm saying. That's it. Is, it. Is, it, is, it, it is, it's just like when I walk into Columbus, right? Yeah. Right. Ohio State basketball will never surpass ever Ohio State football. Right. I don't care. We went. 35 and old for 10 years. It's never going to pass up Ohio State football because it is football in this state, in this city. Right. Is but that the guy I, was I, saying, I, I know he's saying that, right, but, but, the, but, but that's, that's the, the reason. That's well, the that's reason. So, but and so there, and then also there is, I think there's a psychological um, factor to it too. Uh, you know, football and, and, the, and the people have an intimate relationship because of traditional hard labor like people here work in steel mills they work hand-to-hand blue-collar work for very low wages and they like to see people that represent that at a high level and they they like to identify with those people so when the browns are downtrodden yeah like they could they could identify well i'm gonna go take all my pain effort I ain't gonna I, I work a terrible shift but I can go sit in that dog pound for a certain amount of p- money and and the way that they play the style of game they identify it, it depends with. on where you are like if I go to the state of Indiana Indiana is basketball. they basketball they, it's basketball all day Kentucky all day basketball. all day Maryland you go to Maryland I'm at Cheyenne's game the, the, the sign they hold of the game is Basketball is what we do. Maryland, that's what we do. You go to St. Louis, it's all baseball. You know, it depends on the place. But I would say also, I would bet, I don't know what you guys think, that if you, that people 30 and younger, maybe even 35 and younger, that basketball is a lot closer to football in Cleveland from that age bracket. Now, baseball is not popular for for kids. Young people don't like baseball. None of them do, but generally they don't. So the Indians... The Guardians, I'm sure, with the 60 and older crowd, have a good following. The young people are not into baseball. But I would bet if you really did a poll of people from Northeast Ohio, what do you love more, the Cavs or the Browns? Obviously, the Browns are number one. But I bet amongst 35 and younger, certainly 30 and younger, it's much closer than the general Yeah, because they hadn't, they hadn't seen the winning, right? They don't know yeah, that. Right. And, and the Browns have, have, have called what I call a subculture, like – you get you go to the Muni lot because it's the Muni lot. You wear yeah. the Browns jerseys because it's the Browns. It's the thing. You, to do. It's the thing to do. Like people would go down there if they was one in ten. Yeah, that's and they, they one have. last thing yes. real quick. There's a lot of older people that were around for Motley and Jim Brown in other parts of the country that are not even Clevelanders right. yeah. that root for the Browns because they were on TV in those days. Yep. The Indians were never on TV nationally. And, they always sucked. And the, old, and the older you get, the older the fan base is, it is a part of the family. That's so right. my dad that's and then right. my grandpa, yeah, that, yeah. that was their team, so that's my team. Right. Right? That's yeah. who I'm with. Yeah. Yep. Mikey. Next one comes from front of the show, Evan Damerel, Locked on Cavs. Would oh, you yeah. rather have hiccups for the rest of your life or have the feeling you're about to sneeze but never sneeze for the rest of your life. Oh, oh God. Give me the hiccups because that feeling with that sneeze, that, 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 I hate that. That's the worst. I'm going to take the sneeze because I hate hiccuping. They're both awful. I wouldn't want either, but um, I'm taking the, the, the fake sneeze. I learned how to deal with the fake sneeze because it would just be something I would deal with internally. Right. But the hiccups, I'd lose my mind for either. But. Yeah. All right, so two for the fake sneeze, one for the hiccups. Go ahead. Next question. This is from our buddy Mason. I, I'm not going to try to pronounce his name 
for the sake of uh, not being made fun of. Okay. Let's do one quarterback. Of all the Browns quarterbacks since 1999, which one would best fit in Kevin Stefanski's current offense? You want us to give us three apiece or one, no, no, one let's each? Do one. Let's do one apiece. I actually think Tim Couch. I was going to say Couch. I, yeah. I, I, I was going to say Couch. <laughs> I will give us one more than Couch. I actually well. think Tim Couch is the most – until Deshaun, Tim Couch was the most talented yes, quarterback the Browns right. had. Um, the team just was terrible. Um, I, I, would yeah. think, I, I would say Brady Quinn would do – Okay, in this offense too. Brady Quinn don't have a really huge arm. He more cerebral. Had a little bit of athleticism. Yeah. Get out I mean, the most pocket. Of the Browns where, is, quarterbacks. Where, where was he? Who? Where was Brady Quinn? Oh, he's cerebral. Was he? Yeah. Really? Well, oh, well they, 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 I mean, most of the quarterbacks the Browns well, he, had. Well, that's, that's, that's the way they, they that's why they sold it uh, when he was <laughs> when they coached with the Patriots came down there. They, Brady Quinn's running the Patriots. I mean, can playbook. you imagine if you had this Browns offensive line and Nick Chubb uh, with Weiss. Tim Couch? Oh no, he would have had some success. He'd have some success, no doubt, because he could sling it. All right, next question. This is a good one from Tino. If you had the ability to bring a musician or comedian back from the dead so you could attend a one-night-only show, who would you pick? It's only two answers. I, I got two answers for you. And Mike. we and we yeah. might be the same person. Come on, call it. Prince Michael Jackson. No, I'm no, not the same. No, too. no. Red? I'm the comedian. Yeah. I'm bringing back Red Fox, and I'm bringing back Richard Pryor. Well, I was going to say... <laughs> I was going to say Richard Pryor and George Carlin would be my two. Well, Richard Pryor and Red Fox was Michael Jackson <laughs> and Prince of Comedy. So, uh, In terms of musician. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Yeah, I don't really. Uh, I mean, Michael Jackson was a great performer, but all the other stuff kind of grosses me out. So, anyway, you know, you know, allegedly, allegedly, <laughs> allegedly, allegedly. We're gonna put that on there. He was allegedly before allegedly, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah he, he was the first. Yeah, he was kind of crazy. Matter of fact, Michael Jackson was the first people to have grown Korean men passing out. <laughs> he showed up. <laughs> like, he like had, Michael Jackson and Woody uh, Allen. You remember Mike when he walked into the courtroom with them slippers? With them slippers, he walked in the slip. He walked in and with slippers, shades. He looked like he looked like Barbara Streisand and and, and, and and Tina Turner all in one. And then he had a Captain Crunch shoot on. He had the Captain Crunch shoulder pads, bro. By the way, I, I, they're kind of tangentially comedians, but I would say John Candy, Chris Farley, and John Belushi. Right. Oh, no. Yeah, no, they would be oh, yeah. Great choice. oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah no question. Yeah. All right, next question. This is from Lednick, Daniel Lednick. Lednick. Jimmy Haslam just hired you to be the next head coach of the Cleveland Browns. Who are the first two players you're calling into your office for a meeting, and what do you say to them? It's oh, easy. Oh, it's, 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 it's me. It's Watson. Uh, it's yeah. Watson one, and then it's Miles the other, right? Yep. Right. And I'm asking them, listen, this, 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 first of all, the thing we're saying is this, what we're doing can't work here. You're going to have to, come on, you have to up a game here. I'm going to need you to take, Miles, you don't need to become the leader here, right? And he's lead by example, right? And vocal, right? And stop putting it off on other people. 
And Deshaun, I need you to be Superman here. I paid you for Superman abilities here. Right. Not for uh to be uh one of the uh, Marvel com uh, comics people. Don't be, don't be an Avenger. I want you. You got to be the <laughs> captain. Like I tell Miles Garrett, look, man. I tell him how talented he is. Uh, I would tell him that there's. I would show him game a Lawrence Taylor. I would show him game a Reggie White, and I would tell him, you got more physical talent than they do. Both of them. They ain't never seen nothing like that. There, you have to be relentless on pass downs as well as rundowns. I let me show you your PFF grade on pass rush. Let me show you what it is. I need you to be affecting the game at an all-time level. Run, these running backs, I need you on tosses. I need you to be hitting guys. I need you to play at a level which they say this dude Miles Garrett lost his mind. Then I call Deshaun Watson and I tell him that look, dog, I need you to cut, copy, and paste everything <laughs> that they doing in Kansas City. You give me 20 to 30 plays that you feel like you could take from other places. I want you to get in the playbook because we're going to build this thing like Warren Moon. We're going to build it around you. We, we, we find out what you like. I got the same two guys, but I got to be meaner. Yeah. I got to be like Deshaun. I need you to remember that you were the alpha dog. You were a monster in Houston playing with a bunch of scrubs. And you were awesome. I need to get, I need to, you need to see a therapist because we need to get a therapist to get that guy back. Sports psychologist. Sports, Sports psychologist, whatever yeah, it is, whoever allegedly. it is. You need to talk to somebody because right. we got to find that guy. And Miles Garrett, I'm talking to Miles Garrett. I'm spitting, I'm drooling. <laughs> I'm like, you got to be, you were onto something with Lawrence Taylor. You got to, I don't care about your PFF grades. I don't give a crap. I want you to watch Lawrence Taylor. I want you to I want you to play like it's 1965. I know Lawrence Taylor didn't play like You got to play oh, mean, nasty. I don't care if you get penalties. <laughs> I want slaps. you to play like that quarterback slapped your mom in the face. That's how you have to play. You have to want to kill that guy, not literally kill him, but kill him. Allegedly. We got to get if, if Miles Garrett played with Lawrence Taylor's Ooh. attitude, he'd be the greatest player Ooh. in the history of the game. I mean, he don't understand. He could get. He's supposed to be around thirty-something tackles for loss, and that includes your sacks. Right. Like, you, if you're gonna give me sixteen, all you got to do is give me fifteen. Tackle the ball carrier behind the line of scrimmage fifteen times. I think you're that talented to do that. Yeah. And I would challenge him every day. Yep. He'd have to win every drill. But it has to be those two guys. I mean, yes. I was trying to think because you guys were picking those guys. I'm like, can anybody I talk else? anybody else? I mean, anybody else. You don't have to tell What me. else do I tell Nick? Yeah, yeah, we're not calling to... Cade York into the office to no. stop the shenanigans on the sideline? Amari Cooper sends you a note. <laughs> what do you need, Cade York, you're an effing yeah, kicker. Nah, Shit nah. in the corner till you, I you need you. K, you, scrub. you send a Cade York a message when another kicker show up in the practice. <laughs> so like, <laughs> he'll get the message. It won't, long, it won't take long. <laughs> Next. Uh, this one may tear us apart, guys. I'm very curious your take on it. Let's see Mike, take it. If a snake could hold a knife, would it hold it like this <laughs> or like that? Oh, my God. I, this is a very easy one. See, snakes and boa constrictors and all like those. I don't out. like them either. Um, yeah. Some people eat snake. That's disgusting. You should be, you got to go to church for that. <laughs> Second of all, uh, they said no religion. You can't say that, G. Bush. Uh, but, but a snake you is. You go to a non denominator. Not yes. <laughs> so if a snake is definitely going to use his limbs because, you know, he uses his tail to choke people out. Right, right. And eat. So he got to eat you. And anacondas even have to use their mouth to get, you know, get, so he definitely is using his tail for me. I agree. I'm with you. There's no tearing us apart. It's got to be the tail because, as G said, 
He, first, he's going to stab you, and then he's going to swallow you whole. Yeah. He can't swallow you whole if he's got a knife in his mouth. Facts. I guess he could drop the knife after that. But yeah. but you don't think, just to play contrarian here, yeah. you don't think that it's going to be very limited in how it could defend itself while it's in the tail as opposed no, to being a shame. I mean, it's in the mouth. It could, it's more agile. No, I don't around, see that. Get see how he's trying to convince you of what your answer is. No, I think a tail is very agile. That's the equivalent of their legs. You gave him facts. Right. Those are facts. Especially because if it's in his mouth, then his head's spinning. He's getting all dizzy. If he's spinning his tail and keep his head straight, stay focused on the target. You see how rattlesnakes move their tail? Rattlesnakes. By the way, I started. I tried the show on Peacock Network with Craig Robinson. You know who Craig Robinson is? I thought, from the office. I, is it? Yeah, is, yeah. is it? I thought Craig Robertson was a linebacker for the Browns. No, well, he was, but that's Craig Robertson. This yeah. is Craig Robinson. Okay. All right. He He's was the, the guy, guy. He does all the Pizza Hut commercials. Oh, oh, yeah. he, is that his name? Yeah, Craig Robinson. It, it's a funny. I stopped watching it because it was like a little too much. But in this show, he's like this guy who's trying to become an entrepreneur and make money. And he he joined, enters this contest to try to raise twenty thousand to open his business. Where he and this woman tag team to, they have to kill snakes in like the Everglades. Oh no! It's an odd concept, but he's no. very funny. No, no. Do, and this is a very odd question, but yeah. he, he just a really quick one off. Um, do you respect any chain pizza? No. Like no. there is not one chain no. little no. Caesar's pizza that you no. would eat and no. be like, it's well, not that bad. That's. I mean, I've eaten chain pizza when I've had like no choice. Right. Right. Like when I was living in Utica, New York, was, I mean, it's uh, two in the morning and I'm hungry. Yeah, like I'll order pizza. But if I had to choose a yeah. chain between Pizza Hut, Domino's, uh, Little, Caesars. Little Caesars, and Papa John's, if I had to choose, I'd go with Pizza Hut. But I think they're all crap. What about Giordano's in Chicago? Well, that's a little different. That's, 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 that's more that's of like a, a local. Niche. Don't they got a niche, they right? They got them around. They just, they yeah. have more places in Chicago. I like Chicago Mc, style. McNuggets, I, I'll give yeah. you a, a little touch Go of this, ahead. too. I mean, you, you, you do live in Jersey, so you get a little. Yeah, sample. I mean, late night. Yeah. Domino's slaps if you're coming back from the bar at 2 a.m. Like Domino's yeah. does slap. Yeah. You don't put ranch on it. I agree with Bull. You never that's put ranch on it. Inappropriate. That's, that's kind of disgusting. Yeah. And if you had to do DiGiorno's or Totino's. Oh, I oh, would take. Pizza I would take. Mean? If I had to do frozen pizza, so, I'm taking Stouffer's French bread. Ooh, that is good. If you put it in a little oven, I haven't yeah. had one in a while. <laughs> like a nice Stouffer's French bread. Because you guys used to get the uh, no, cheesy the last sticks time I had in pizza. elementary school as like part of your cafeteria what? lunch. I can't tell you the last time. You don't eat. He we didn't go to some hoity-toity school like you, Mikey. They were the most disgusting little cheese, cheese sticks ever. Who was getting oh, cheese oh, we never had that. I was getting, I was getting sloppy joes. <laughs> sloppy, sloppy joes is at every little kid's party. Mozzarella. And by the way, you just said something under your breath. You have not eaten pizza since when? You it's been a while. So, so, pizza, huh? so, I, mean, I, so, I will, but I mean, it so the mayor is but like, thin. he's not so eating not. no hot dogs. <laughs> he's not eating none of that. Yeah. He's not eating pizza. So, I mean, he's, mm. you know, he's a straight steak guy. You yeah. straight, you straight. Oh, I had a good steak last night from Cabin Club. Oh, so you, you, Fish, listen, you. Chicken. He's almost, good. he almost vegan now. <laughs> almost. Next. It's funny you say vegan because our next question's from beef. What's your spirit animal? <laughs> I mean, mine's got to be a bull, right? What's up with that picture? <laughs> I have no idea. It's a little this is, creepy. Let's this, take this one off as soon as possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, we'll take just read this question. Shout out to him. <laughs> a gr a grown man has his tongue all is the way out. A panda? Of course. That's right. Uh, like a panda. But by the way, did you know pandas only eat um, the yeah. eucalyptus and bamboo and they That's poop it. all day? Poop? That's all they do is poop. Oh, oh, I thought they said you said they eat poop. No, 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 they, 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 they eat pandas. No, no, and they get they just hang out and sleep. And yet they're so big and fat. I don't get it. That's How do they get so fat they if do. they're only eating leaves? They take the these 
They just eat these little yeah. bamboos and, and mm. eucalyptus. And I'd like to meet a panda. So uh, you're a bull. G's a panda. Brad, what's your spirit animal? What's your spirit animal? Man, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Brad, come on. You ain't never identified. Like, like if you have you ever said, like, uh, you know what? I'm a lion. Hell no. no. <laughs> <laughs> you, like, you ain't none of that, bro. Mm -hmm. Come on, bro. Nah. No tall. No, no. Listen. Nah. A giraffe? Mm -hmm. No. Like, what about like a rhino or something? No. <laughs> no he's, like a, he's like a gazelle. He's an alligator. Very, very graceful running down uh, the court. Yeah, All uh, right, Brad's uh, not having it. Let's maybe a large brain. Next. Like a bird? No. Next no. question is from uh, <laughs> GoCavs, Z underscore Klee Sports. What's one thing you guys appreciate working about working with each other? Give an example for everyone in the room. Thanks. No, thank you. I like those questions. Go ahead, guys. You want to start? Want well, to start? I, the one thing I like about everybody on this panel, even Jay, who's not here today, yeah. is that these guys are genuine. They uh, have a understanding of the of the topics, and then they're gonna give you the straight honesty, right? Yeah. They're never gonna BS you about how they feel. I mean, you should see some of the meetings we have before this, the cameras click on, right? Because people are passionate about their their thoughts and what they are. And we don't always agree on what what is what, right? And yeah. so. That's the, the beauty of this, the team that we have here is that, that everyone is, is educated enough to know what they like and what they don't like, and then they're going to be honest about it, and nobody's going to get their feelings hurt if you, if you display that honesty. That's the best, I think, two-part. One, we genuinely care for each other. Like, it ain't like, no, like, you know you work with some people, you be like, I work, I done been at places for years, 10 years, and you be like, I, I just work with that person. We don't eat birthday cake together or nothing. Like, right, right. I genuinely, like, like we, like, have, you know, concern and care for each other. And then, two, like you said, it's just the fact that, like, everybody just stand on what they stand on. And even, you know, the producers, everybody, the people in the panel, but the best thing in the world is when the cameras go off, we don't even be talking about that. Like, mm -hmm. we just, uh, like, nothing happened. We don't never bring it back the next day. Ain't never no residuals. I don't be texting, like, oh, my God, this dude, get on my... We don't even do that. So. I was mad at Jay once. Yeah, well, there oh, yeah, you yeah, 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 There was one time I was mad at Jay. Yeah, you were. And we texted about it and squashed it. It was one time. I'm sure he was mad at me. Um, but that was, that was one time in a year. You know, like, for the most part, nothing's, nobody takes anything personally. We have fun arguments. We have fun. I think that's the most important thing. We have a crap load of fun here. We're always laughing, right? We're not bored. Mm -mm. A lot of times, you know, a lot of people in this business just go through the motions. It's like, I got to do my job. I got to do four hours, five hours, whatever it is. We don't go through the motions. We have fun. We try to have a good time. We keep it real. We keep it honest. Uh, I said, agree with all, everything these guys said. You know, everybody cares about each other here. We all get along. And, you know, in front of the cameras, behind the cameras, everybody treats everybody nicely. There's no, like... People being there's like no peons. clicks. No, it, it ain't like three of you over here. Oh, we all hate Jason Lloyd. So. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, no, no. We all get everybody gets along. It's funny. We Mike all, Hope, you know, nobody takes anything seriously. We bust each other's balls, but it comes from a good place. When you bust somebody's balls from a good place because you know somebody cares about you and and does it for fun, then it's not a big deal. Nobody gets offended, and that's great. I also want to say real quick while we are shouting yeah. people out. Director Mike has stepped in this week for Director hey, Steve. Oh, yeah. Yeah, nice on a cruise somewhere. <laughs> but we got to talk about Director Steve about going on a cruise by himself. 
as like a 65 year old guy. Later whoa, 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 I didn't know director Steve was Dolo. I didn't know that was a solo. That I didn't know that was a one trip. The man on Mars, like, well, I didn't, he's not married. I didn't know that. I yeah, did. no, he's. And, and and listen, we love director Steve. Man, no. Why why didn't nobody? We just I didn't, spent all this time talking about how we love each other, and know each other. You didn't even know Steve wasn't married. Well, I didn't know them. I didn't know I them TVs was back there. One day, I said, uh, yeah, "Me nuggets, when you get them big TVs." He said, "Gee, bless, you've been here for how many months?" Yeah, that those are those are on every single <laughs> show. I said, "You lying, dog?" He said, "Bro, you got to stop. True story. You freaking me out." But no, shout out to direct. See, director Steve, I would have gave you some advice when you went on that. Next time, you holler at your boy. Yo, you know he's definitely saying? got some game. Director Steve's definitely got some game. He got a move. He got something set up. He got, listen, don't I mean, be... the greatest thing ever would be if we heard sex stories from Director Steve. <laughs> like, <laughs> would that be the greatest thing ever? It, bro, if he came back talking about he made out with somebody that oh looked like they God. was on the Golden Girls, I'd lose it. <laughs> you made out with Blanche. <laughs> <laughs> I had a threesome with Blanche and Trudy. Or whatever so the hell hey, by the way. Director Steve and a furry. That's all we got to oh say. Oh, my God. He went to if OU. You for, if you weren't there for the overtime, oh you missed out. He went Oh, you oh, he's a chip off the old All right, we're gonna get to our next topic here. Yeah. Uh, this is from April, aka the Empress April, aka yeah. smartass official on Twitter, yeah, or on uh, the YouTube chat. But what are the worst MLB and NFL uniforms of all time? Oh, I feel like that's huge. Uh, oh, I will give you one. I, get, I loved I those Astros uniforms, like that looked like Atari. An Atari mm. game or something like oh, the yeah. 80s. Yeah, I yeah. love those, but yeah. uh, you're Mr. Uniform. The one, the, the yeah. one, the uniform I hate. That neon green Seattle Seahawks thing. Oh, Those I, are kind of, the I, neon I, greens, I, and I like I colors. They're kind of trash. I can't. Um, cannot. So, so the worst ones of all time is the Pittsburgh Steelers uh, hamburger joints. Oh, the yeah. joints with the pinstripes over yeah, the top, the, the, the brown. Yeah. Uh, the the uh, the Packers throwback uniforms with a navy top, a yeah, yellow horrible. Uh, we can keep going. There are plain doesn't mean that it's terrible. The best plain jerseys are Penn State's. The Penn State got fire jerseys. Uh, what about the Yankees? Uh, Yankees have like the Yankees. Yankees. I hate the Yankees, yeah. but the Yankee pinstripes get it done. Now, if I move along to the NFL, the NFL, the powder blue San Diego oh, Charger are, oh, are some sweet. of the best in the game. Um, and I, will, I like the light, the the like the what's I don't know what the color is, but those those dolphins like. Blue. Teal. 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 I, Teal I, I, right. Kansas City baby blue Royals. The Kansas City. Those are pretty those, sweet. Them, them yeah. tops is crazy. Um, I like the Dodgers home uniforms. Those are sweet too. I like. Oh, them. I like those. Yeah. I like the and then I like the old school 49ers, the throwback 49ers with yeah. the double set. The, the oh, the stripes. The, 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 it's a yeah, double yeah, set yeah, number. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and yeah. then shout what out about to the basketball. Those. We never we don't talk about basketball as much in terms of the uniforms. basketball. The basketball. Like the old Raptors jerseys. No. The old Jazz jerseys. No. no. The old Raptors with like the Raptor, the weird. I, no. I love that logo. I think those no. are so, so here's here's the. I and the Sonics. The, the Sonics, they got the, they got a weird colorway. But yeah. the best of all times, and I'm sorry, I might I'm I've been trying to tell myself I ain't gonna go get it. Yeah. But you know, first of all, the Cavs creamsicle joints with the with the Cavs shooting shirts, whatever. Yeah. I'm in the shooting shirts. 
They got a 1992 Chicago Bulls authentic snap down tearaway joint with the bull on the shoulder. On the side, yeah. Oh my yeah. goodness, it's yeah. it's tough. Got them in my closet. I there. They, oh. I like the bring 1980s that in. Denver Nuggets. What do you I, think of those? The, with the rainbow, it's like the that's yeah. the rainbow effect. That's like the Astros of those. But I will give you another person that had. I love these to this day. If you can get the first Team USA, the USA with the, with the block, the Jordan number nine, you get you one of them. I'm always a big fan. I'm I'm actually a big fan of the Celtics whites. Um, they classic. The and traditional Lakers. The, the traditional cool. Lakers. Mm-hmm. Nerds, you get so yeah. Hi, Mikey. Good run down there. Okay, next one. Mr. from RC. Are you a fan of the NFL allowing players to wear any number they want now? Example, Reggie Ragland, a linebacker wearing number 19. I'm fine. I don't care. What do you say, G? I, listen, I, I, I'm, I'm cool with it. Um, I think it's dope in college. It, it takes a little bit of time to get used to it in the pros because it's very stringent. Like, I'm used to a very traditional 80s. You wear that. But I'm cool with it. I ain't got a problem with Brad, it. Brad, you got any problem with it? No, I, I, the number doesn't bother me at all. Yeah. I mean, I like to see it flipped around. Mess around with it, ain't no problem. Because yeah. another thing I tell you, for the, as a player, you have, you grew up with a number. That's how you identify yourself as a player. Right. And when you go to a place that restricts you from wearing, being being able to do that, yeah, it, it some people it takes away from. Yeah. I, I do. I do want to see people bring back the Flutie Twenty One. I like to see 20s as a quarterback. 21, no, John, John, John Hadel. Yeah. You look so and, slow and as a quarterback number 21. He was. Right. He was. Go ahead, Mike. Next. <laughs> All right, next. We got, we got 10 minutes, so we're going to try to get through as many of these. We All right. This one this one be quick, but I, we got to go one by one here. How'd you get into sports media? If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, I mean, it's something I always wanted to do. I I really never want, I mean, I really, the only thing I've ever wanted to do as a kid, I wanted to be a baseball player. Then I realized that at some point I wasn't good enough. And then I really wanted, I always wanted to be in sports media. I really wanted to be a baseball play-by-play guy. That was really my ultimate dream. Uh, But when I was younger, there really was no sports talk. Sports talk didn't start in New York until like 87. Mm Mm-hmm. And, and so then I, when I was a little older, I was like, ooh, I could do that. I, I think I'd be good at that. And so I never really wanted to do anything else. I got started by doing it in college uh, when I went back to school in my mid-20s and then got my first radio job with a minor league baseball team in 1999. Mm, mm. G, what about you? Uh, well, everybody know my story. You're supposed yeah. to know that. I started from the bottom, <laughs> now I'm here. <laughs> started from the bottom, not the whole crew. Yeah, go ahead, Drake. Uh, yeah, no, I, I was We're like, going to get sued. This whole show is going to be copyrighted. <laughs> what was the other part of that question besides uh-huh. what we... What's everyone's background and how'd you get into so, sports? Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. so I, I played football, got hurt a bunch. I mm-hmm. got, got degrees and then... 
Um, when I was 30 or so, I was unemployed for like the first time. I saw something on TV. They said, hey, you want to go to Ohio Media School? I couldn't get no um, no money because I already had a degree. So I took all the money I had, put it in, went to Ohio Media School, started a YouTube page, and then years later, your boy is the in the building. <laughs> your boy. And then for I think for me, I, I think I had just retired and I was just working. And then... Uh, Channel what? 3 asked me to come here and do some weekend well, stuff. When you say you was working, what was you doing? I was doing development work at City of Warrensville. I was uh, working. You was, I was, yeah, I was, he was, was really nine, working. I was 9 to yeah. 5 working. He was, right? That's so, crazy. And so then uh, I would come down here on the weekend. They didn't pay. I was just giving some commentary on the Cavaliers. And then that led me to, I believe, uh, Channel 5. And I was doing some stuff at Channel 5 with Andy Baskin and uh, we were doing the Cavaliers updates and NBA updates, and then uh, out of the blue, the Cavaliers, Joe Tate, took ill, and they needed a guy to fill in for Tate because they were moving Jim Jones up on the radio, and so they, they asked me to stay for a couple months, right? Yeah. And I stayed for a couple months, and now that's 13 years later, right? Mm -hmm. and so, And that's how I really got started, and that led to other things. I've done NBA playoff games. Yeah. I've done a bunch of things, right? And so uh, it's just about being in a space where you knew the, knew the – uh, the information and the backdrop and being able to convey it, so. Beautiful. Well, this is a show where we make dreams come true. Bull, you always wanted to be a play-by-play -play guy, so this next question is perfect for you. Mm -hmm. From Martian, can Bull do a quick play-by-play -play of the movie Groundhog's Day? How would I do? Like, is that a play summary? What's a summary of it, or? I'll just tell you <clears throat> what people ask. Like, do it, do it. And Punxsutawney Phil has come out of his, uh, uh, his hole or whatever. What is he? He's a tree trunk. Comes out of the tree trunk. He's looking around. Oh, he looks to the left. Wait a second. Hold on a minute. He's looking now to the right. Does he see his shadow, Johnny? Johnny, do you think he can? I don't know. It's going to be close. Way back. It's gone. He's seen his shadow. Six more weeks of awful winter. I think he wanted the movie, not like Groundhog's Day. Oh, sorry. Oh, okay. Well, but we that was great. You know what? That, that was really good, Bull. I appreciate it. <laughs> I, miss, I miss not doing play-by-play. Does play. anyone else want to attempt doing play-by-play? No, play? I'm not no. a play-by-play okay, play play guy. <laughs> this is uh, question two from Aaron. Groundhog Day, the movie, is awesome, by the yes, way. It yeah. Yes, it You're is. You're a highly recruited college player and have your choice of NIL deals. What two companies would you like to sign with? Oh. Oh. It's really easy. It's easy. It'd be the company I started, right? Because I, we just had the attorney on the other day, right? Mm -hmm. The NIL deal is really only going to work. It, you're, you're empowering young people to be basically run their own corporation, mm -hmm. their own company, right? right? And the only way you can do that if you are, have hands-on control of the company. Right? Mm -hmm. Otherwise, you are now in bed with everybody else selling and doing the work for you, mm -hmm. and you're just happy to take the few kibbles and bits that come your way. Mm -hmm. So, Aaron, I'm only signing with my own company, right? And then my own company can be me and G and Bull. We'll start a company, right? Yeah. And we'll market that company. And you want to come see me, G, and Bull oh, yeah. instead of going to That's right. uh, University X to tell me how many kibbles and bits you're going to pay That's me. That's right. <laughs> yeah, there's only two. There's one company. Um, shout out to Jordan. I want the Jordan deal. Yeah. Either the Jordan or Nike deal. And then, you know what I do? You know, like I always say, I sign myself. Give me the barbershop deal. There you go. Merchandise everywhere. Podcast. <laughs> Coming into this place near you, the barbershop tour. Yeah, I got 75 shows. I got them right now. Hey, holler at your boy. Uh, by the way, for me, very easy. Uh, Magnum condoms and Jugs magazine. <laughs> Those would be my two choices. I had to take my earpiece like out. I had to take my earpiece out on that one. <laughs> <laughs> I 
the bed. Magnoniums. The magnoniums. Long doggies. My answer, uh, PCC and Bitch. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. We got time for, I think, two more. We might actually finish all 25. If you're saying Drugs Magazine is not classy. Is that what you're trying yeah, to say? If Washington franchise tags Deron Payne, would you call them and offer a second or third rounder for him and offer him a contract? Or would you call the Colts, Colts to offer them a second or third rounder for Darius Leonard? If they're going to franchise tag him, why would they trade him for a second or third rounder? Of course I would do it, but they wouldn't them. do that. And you're not getting you that. Stop. Mm -hmm. And by the way, you can't get a second and a third. We ain't got no picks. <laughs> See, that's what I don't like about this franchise. At least in the NBA, they used to have they, they have uh, these uh, restricted free agents. Yeah. And you can offer them now and try to price Off them out, price right. somebody out, of, out of the town. Yeah. That's what the key is. Right, right, Let me right. try to price you out of here. Next. From 75 years and counting, should they bring Chief Wahoo and the Indians' name back? No. No. I think that ship is sealed. That's Come done. On Come on. That's done. All right. I, I, I think there's at least a debate that can be made on whether Indians is offensive or not. There's no debate about Chief Wahoo being yeah, offensive. Yeah, I mean, that, yeah the, the Chief Wahoo, they was phasing him out a couple years ago. Yeah, That's yeah, done. Get over it. Last one. Yeah. Love the show, but why does the panel never talk hockey? Uh, one, we don't have an NHL team here. Right. I mean, we don't talk about golf either. I don't or know. About you guys. I'm not going to speak for you guys, but I don't know crap about hockey. I, I don't. I remember Polk's final take about hockey that one day? Yeah. Uh, yes. <laughs> so funny. So yeah, I don't know anything about hockey. Yeah, hockey is not. Uh, That's when you bring in the consultant. Yeah, you hockey. bring that. Now look, nobody you, talk. No, for the most part, no mainstream sports talk talks hockey. It's a niche sport that you go, you go to NHL radio or whatever how if long, you love hockey. Nobody you get, talks hockey. Even ESPN only brings Barry Melrose in after yeah. like for the NHL. Right. And they don't even show the whole games. I mean, well, they kind of <laughs> put them back on, but. Yeah, it's, it's a niche sport. We don't talk soccer. Unless we don't you talk do, a lot of, I, you know. Listen, I worked in New York for five years where they have two, three NHL teams. Yeah. I never talked hockey once. Not once. And nobody does. The only markets I think they ever talk hockey are maybe like Detroit. C Canada. And obviously Canada and maybe Boston, but I don't know. Bo I mean, Boston is a thing in – hockey's a thing in Boston. Most mainstream talk. sports talk people don't know anything about hockey. Uh, and and we're we not phonies, so we're not going to Literally talk about 45 it. seconds. This is from Director phonies. Mike. How excited are you guys for the Akron-Kent State basketball game tonight? Had no idea it was happening. Um, shout out to uh, Kent and Akron. Um, You're the Mac man. Come Matt, on, I'm Matt a Mac guy. They're going to pass the ball around the key about 100 times. And what's clap the spread on this strong. game? Do we know? Mike, what's the spread? Mike doesn't know. Did, 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 where are they playing? Is it Akron? Is it at the jar? Is it a jar? In Akron. Oh, it's at the jar. It's at the jar. It's 59-53. I'm going to go with uh, Akron over Yeah, go on. I love that Akron squad. Yeah. I don't know a single player on it, but I love it. Bo uh, Brad, you want to make a pick? Both teams are 8-1 and one in the MAC coming into this. Ooh, that's actually no, impressive. Here. Are you Ak going to this, Mike? Akron and Kent is always a good matchup. Right? Yeah, they are. Right? So. Throw out the records when Akron and Kent are playing. Shout out my man Jared Perino. Who's that? He played. Uh, he played for Kent. Kent keeps a nice team. You but so the, yeah, he went to Maslin and all. Shout out to Antonio Gates. We all know a Kent yeah. player. Yeah, shout out Antonio Gates. Yeah, yeah but that was a hundred years ago when he played. I don't care. So was Jared Perino. And, and, and they went to a hundred. And they went. They went to an elite eight. Yeah. Like you, speaking of which, isn't, isn't the Cleveland State women's basketball team really great? Yeah, they're number they're first good, place in the horizon. Shout out very to them good. Too. We got five seconds. We'll Thank see you on overtime next. We love you. Have a great weekend. Yes.
Hey Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.